Warning. The program you're about to hear is absolutely filthy and thoroughly disgusting. Furthermore, listening to it will immediately turn you into a bottom. Bottom. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Watch me shove this beer can up my ass. I'm proud to declare the Adam Sank Show and his ass open to the wind. Ass open to the wind. This is fuckery. <laughs> this is all fuckery. Fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... Give a warm round of applause to my friend and yours, Adam Sank. Bottom. 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 Stop playing that, JB. Bottom. So mean. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Adam Sank Show, and happy 4th of July weekend. We are back live, if you're listening live, at 11 a.m. Eastern, Saturday, July 2nd, 2022, at dnrstudios.com or the DNR Cast app, the only place to hear this podcast live and throughout the week that it first airs. Leave us your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Email me, me, at adam at adamsank.com. Call and speak to us live on the Ass Hotline. The number is 804-TALK-ASS. That's 804-825-5277. Like the Facebook page, get your ass merch at adamsank.com. Please get vaccinated and boosted if you haven't already done so, and stand with Ukraine. Today's guest is nobody. We're going to be fully guestless. So this is a perfect time to call if you're listening live. I don't know if we have any live listeners at this point. I think Gail may have been the only one, and she's a time shifter now. But if you are listening live, today's a perfect day to call 804-TALK-ASS. I do have someone very special to introduce to you uh, right now because our friend Steve Cesaro, everyone's favorite chubby chorizo, has taken off for the month. He's flown the coop for the month of July. He's in the woods campground in, in the Poconos. And so joining us is guest co-host, one of New York City's premier drag queens who has been on the show before, Ms. Logan Hardcore. Oh, hello. Hello, Logan. Hi, darling. It's lovely to see you. Your lips are more pillowy than ever. Yes, I haven't had them done since I saw you, so I oh, don't know. No? no, maybe. I don't know. They're, They're just naturally blown up from all the dick sucking. Yes, all the ass kissing, dick sucking. All of it. Also with us, as always, is the queen of fuckery, J.B. Bercy. Hello, J.B. Hello. Um, before we get into it, and we're going to talk about a lot of things, Logan, uh, we need to talk about the podcast awards. Uh, and I have some important announcements about this. Oh. As we told you last week, uh, the podcast award nominations are open. They are currently open. And for the first time ever, we, the Adam Sank Show, are competing in the comedy category. I'm saying this with peace and love, but I am tired of competing with all of the other DNR studio shows in the LGBTQ category because we never win. So this year, all you have to do is go to podcastawards.com, register as a nominator. It literally takes 30 seconds. All you need is, a, is your email address and a password. They won't spam you. It doesn't cost anything. Once you're in, once you're, you've registered, then go to the comedy category and the people's choice categories and select Adam Sank Show. No, the. Just Adam Sank Show because that way we're listed alphabetically and it's a lot higher than if it were a T. But here's the big announcement. Last night uh, was the first. It was the first day that the awards were open for nominations. So I went onto the page and I'm searching through the LGBTQ category, and there's no Derek and Romaine. So I text them and I was like, "Hey, did you guys not submit this year?" And Romaine wrote back, "Not yet." And I wrote back, "Well, it's too late because th the deadline was June 30th." Uh and so Derek wrote back, "I guess not then." Wow. So the only DNR studio show that I recognize being in the LGBTQ comedy uh, category is If These Ovaries Could Talk. Who has beaten Derek Orbeid for that category. Yes, they have won in that category. So uh, if you – if you – when you – when you when register you as a nominator and vote, uh, make sure that you vote for Adam Sank Show in the comedy category and People's Choice and go to the LGBTQ category and select If These Ovaries – could talk. That way you're voting for all the DNR studio shows that are in the running. We're not competing against each other. Everything's copacetic. Um, by the way, there's tons of categories. Just go through the other ones and just pick something at random. That's what I did. 
I do, um, I, I do that too all the time. Yeah. I don't know any other categories or podcasts. I pick I the like, ones that sound fun. Um, and also make sure that when you sign up that you register as a voter. Click the little box that says, yes, I want to be a voter. That way you can vote for us. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> Um, please do it, though. So as I said, Steve is off for a month. We had New York City Pride weekend. Logan, oh. tell us about your Pride. Were you performing no. oral sex? Absolutely Wait. not. Pride, you know, Pride is 365 for me. You oh. know, you do it every day. That's so sweet. No, um, I was actually working the Gay and Sober Men's Conference. So Fabulous. Where was that? It was literally up the street at the West End. So how, how convenient. It was lovely, you know, 500 gay and sober men doing circuit parties and workshops. Sober and, circuit parties. Yeah, not being hung over. It was wonderful. But, you know, I was telling my friend on the car ride in, I said, some of these queens are all popping up with Miss COVID because, you know, gay men, no matter what, they're still getting raw dogged. Oh, so, yeah. Like, and not just COVID, monkeypox, too, which we'll be talking about it, shortly. All of it. These queens, like, we're sp there for recovery, and then, like, kids are coming in, and they're like, okay, we're going upstairs to the gear party. I'm like, but don't you need to go to a meeting? Because you look like you're about to relapse. Well, and also, I, I've heard, I know there's one of these in Palm Springs, too. They're everywhere. And I've heard that there's some controversy within the 12-step community about this because... Like, yes, you're technically sober from drugs and alcohol, but, like, you're kind of uh, indulging in tons of compulsive sex, which is in itself an addiction for many people. So is it really sober? It's that sort you of know, thing. You know, here's my thing. I went into the program because of alcohol and drugs. I didn't go into it for sex. If I was that type of person that wanted to have sex, I'll do whatever I want. And the people, I said this because I hosted one of their events in drag, and I said, you know what, your triggers are not my responsibility for the next hour that I'm on stage, if you can't handle it, get the fuck up and leave. Like, wow. that's where we're at. You have to, I'm not here to baby you. We're adults. If you can't. And they said. Shut up, cunt. Absolutely. The, you know, the old, the old timers were not the biggest. <laughs> Did anyone thing. leave? I can't remember. Um, it, w it went by so fast, but I'm sure people did. It was also a raffle that everyone bought tickets for. So I think even if they hated me, they were like, we're sticking through to see if we win our gratitude journal and mug. <laughs> How does a gig like that pay? It, you know, you do it in service. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, and here's like the shit. I worked in the finance side of it. I worked for fundraising. So like I saw what people in the past got paid. And then when it was getting closer and we didn't have a drag queen host, I was like, oh, you fucking kidding me? They're going to ask me. And then they did. And they were like, so do you mind like, would, you, would it be too much? And, you know, just in service. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be there. I love attention. Why not? Good for you. Yeah. But I would have asked for money. Yeah. Listen, they gave me a free hotel room at the Westin during Pride. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, you already live here, so. Yeah, but who wants to drive to and from? Because we were. Oh, right. You live upstate, right? Yeah, we were working until 2 in the morning. We had to be there at 6. Like, it was just nice. A free room in Times Square during Pride was lovely. Well, that's a lovely way to spend Pride. I also was sober throughout my Pride week. Just you know, kidding. Oh, boy. I clearly wasn't. But um, I did do some performing of my own. I did an LGBTQ Orthodox Jewish oh. comedy show. <laughs> that is the sobering event. And that's why I said yes to it, because I was like, how can I say no? It was, it's, it was for – there's an Orthodox Jewish group for queer people and their families called Aishel here in New York. And I was asked to uh, perform a set by this trans woman – Dana Friedman, who works with and for the organization. And it was at Broadway Comedy Club, and it was packed. And uh, I have to say, I had a blast. They, I have a whole Jewish set that I do, because I've done synagogues before. And it's clean, and it's very Jewy, and I chant in Hebrew, and like it, it does well. Like I knew it would do well. But what I didn't know is that Romaine Patterson and her wife Iris and Katie Castellano from DNR Studios, and Wayward Tom, one of our listeners and fans, not only came to the show without telling me they were coming, but sat in the front row, mm. center. Always nice. Okay, so Ramin never knows what the fuck's ever going on. So that's expected, number one. And Katie, she doesn't like to ruin a surprise. Okay, like well, you know what? <laughs> Next time, fucking ruin it. Because... <laughs> I felt like the biggest shithead. I took off the moment my set was over. You don't stick around. You know how this is, Logan. Nope. Done. You leave. Yeah. Uh, to, you don't. I, I don't need to see a bunch of Orthodox Jewish comedians perform. No. I was done. Had I known that they were there, 
uh, I would have stuck around, given them a hug. I've never met Wayward Tom in person, and he's a huge fan of the show. And uh, and but I think they thought, well, if we're front and center, of course he's going to see us. No, I don't see anyone. I may be talking to you. Do you look at but people I, when you perform? I do, but they are like amorphous clouds to me. I don't actually see any features. They're just like. You know how it is. Your brain is going a mile yeah. a minute. Your adrenaline's going. I also have prosopagnosia, facial blindness. I don't recognize people. And I'd never seen Wayward Tom before, and they stuck him right at the front. I wouldn't know Iris if I tripped over her. Yes, I've met her several times, but it's like she's not a person that I th- is in the forefront of my – like Romaine's wife. Yeah. Like, how would I know who that looks like? I know who Romaine and Katie are. But Romaine had a hat on. I had no fucking idea who they were. No. And the blinding lights of Broadway. The blinding, <laughs> blinding lights of Broadway Comedy Club. So the moral of this story is, first of all, thank you for coming. I'm grateful. But tell me next time. So I can stick around and be gracious and not take off like a cunt. Wow. Uh, what else? We got a new review. I want to thank Snuggy Virginia, who writes, Love you, Adam. Keep up the great work. As a rideshare driver, I get lots of free time to listen. Thank you. Thank you, Snuggy. Snuggy, as a reminder, if you leave a review and you would like a picture of Steve's butthole, uh, just send me a copy of the review. And Logan's mouth just dropped open. He's email like, what? to me is Adam at Adam Sanctum. Would you like a copy of uh, the picture? Absolutely. Uh, Steve, please send Logan Hardcore a picture of your I butthole. will leave a review. Thank you. Uh, all right. Now it's time for recommended viewing. So take it away, Gail. I hate this segment. Who gives a fuck what anyone else is watching on TV? This shit sucks. Thank you, Gail. Um, Logan, do you have a recommendation? Should we start with you? Absolutely. Okay, go for it. Okay, so like I'm the typical fag that watches every housewife of everything that's ever happened. Yes. But this Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip ex-wives club with all of these has-been housewives that are so desperate and thirsty to be back on television is some of the greatest shit involving white women I have ever seen in my life. But they're not all white, right? No, because, no, Phaedra and Eva are bringing the, like, perfect amount of, like, the talking head in interviews, and, like, Eva's just stoned and chain-smoking menthol cigarettes the whole time, <laughs> and Brandy Glanville with her horrible plastic surgery. Oh, she looks like a mess. just drunk and Dorinda's like, I came and did this for all of you did no drinks upstairs. I, that was a good Dorinda. I heard Dorinda. She's, I haven't seen this yet, but Dorinda keeps trending on Twitter, oh so God. I know she must be causing chaos. She is. It's like... You know, now that I'm sober, I watch people transition when they drink. And, like, watching Dorinda go from sober to that, like, sleepy-eyed, hairs all tussled like she just got fucked under a bridge. It's And, and angry. And that vo- and she's so angry. Yeah. So angry. Like, that they t- she put cupcakes in their room and then is screaming at them for having food upstairs. <laughs> like, you put it there. All right, I'm going to watch it. It's... I just cut my Wonderful. cable package because it went up to $200 a month, which I, just, that, I hit my limit. I called Spectrum Cable, and I was like, do you realize you're my most expensive bill? <laughs> Other than my mortgage, you are my most expensive monthly bill. Nothing costs $200 a month but you. So anyway, I, I had to buy the Bravo app for 5 bucks a month, so I need to start watching that. Yes, and I'll give you my, I'll give you my Peacock nut. Oh, I already have it. Oh, good. So there you go. See? I got my Peacock. It's oh. not as big as your peacock. No, not many are. hey <laughs> All right, JB, what do you wa- What cartoon slash anime slash oh. children's show are you watching? So, surprise, surprise, it's none of the above. I, I have two. So, they both come from Netflix. So, the first one's comedy. Uh, Chris, Christella Alonzo? Hmm. That's her name? Yeah, she, has, she made a new special. Comedy called, special. Yes, called <laughs> Middle Classy. It's really fucking good. Okay. <laughs> I enjoy it. The second one is, again, another Netflix, is The Umbrella Academy. Season three mm. came out. I binge watched the fuck out of that. And when I said my head spinned, it spinned. It spun. It spun. <laughs> and I'm just like, and also going to Netflix, if you're going to give me a half hour show, I need at least, at least 13 fucking episodes. Do not give me 10. Ted off for babies. How fucking dare you? Now, I remember when you had sworn off Netflix and vowed yes. never to watch them again. I'm not paying for it, so it's fine. <laughs> we love Yay. a resourceful person. You know what? I'm not either. 
Yes. I share I share my Netflix and my Hulu with my friend Walt from Arkansas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he plays he pays for Netflix, I pay for Hulu. I think it's very fair. Wow. Sharing uh, okay. is caring. Sharing is Did caring. you hear that Netflix is trying to cr- crack down on that whole uh, sharing oh, yeah. policy yep. and they've they've done it in a couple of places. I'm just like I feel like this will only work in places where the government controls internet. Listen, I'm going to ride this train for as long as I can. I remember no, you riding a train. I don't believe. Hey, uh, <laughs> how dare you? I remember when Napster was a thing, and I used to get all of my music for free. And I, I still have thousands of songs in my music library from Napster. From Napster. That's from like the you, late '90s. You originally gave your computer coronavirus. That's exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Livewire. How dare you? No, my God. Like my, my poor, poor computer. computer. I know. Jinx. All right, so my recommendation comes with a few caveats, but I do recommend it to you, Logan. Oh, boy. Um, it is Bill W., a documentary about the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. Wow, how dare you? Well, you were just talking about your service, <laughs> uh, your many services Where is that it you perform. What's it on? So this is not a new documentary. This is from 2012, but I just discovered it. It's on Amazon Prime. And I'm here are the caveats. This is not an exciting, fun-filled you know, thrilling documentary. This is sort of like something you would have watched in high school in class that the teacher made you watch. It's I when, will confess to dozing off for about 20 minutes in the middle of it. I had a lovely nap. But wow, this sounds I know. everyone's running everyone's to Amazon in. right now. But it is a fascinating story for a couple of reasons. First of all, Bill W arguably did more for in terms of saving people's lives than any other figure of the 20th century. Absolutely. There's no question that, you know, millions of people who would have died of from alcoholism and other addictions uh, lived because of him and the program he created with mm-hmm. Dr. Bob. Second of all, it was very recent that he did this. He did this in the 1930s and lived until the 1970s, yep. which means there are a lot of people in this movie who actually knew him and heard him speak and heard him at meetings and are still alive and well. So a lot of contemporary uh, primary sources are in the movie. He made tons of recordings. There were many recordings made of him, so you hear his voice throughout the movie. And the thing that really struck me more than anything is he could have – if he wanted to, he could have turned this into a cult. Oh, yeah. He could have uh, you know, uh, done this for power, mm-hmm. for money, for wealth. Uh, I guess money and wealth are the same. For fame, he didn't want any of those things. He wanted, as soon as he created this, he wanted to disappear yeah. and turn it over to the membership and not be thought of as a guru or a god or a leader. And so many other men in that position would have, it would have corrupted them and and they would have found a way to, to make millions or fuck a lot of chicks or whatever. He That was not him. He was really um, an unusually humble person who just wanted to help other people recover from alcoholism. Um, and the last thing I'll say is the twist, the big surprise in the movie, is when he starts experimenting with LSD <laughs> in the 50s. You, you know, I feel like you got to give up one thing at a time. And if you happen to fall on a needle under a bridge, you know, you can work on that tomorrow. Exactly. Well, he also struggled with depression his whole life, major depression. Yes. And so he was constantly looking for a way to treat his depression um, he 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 never faltered once he became sober until his deathbed when he started asking his wife for whiskey. But that's I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Listen, if I'm on my deathbed tomorrow, <laughs> like bring the tequila, call the dealer, intravenous Molly. Like I just want to put a bump up my nose the last second. Me like, too. Yeah, if someone told me, hey, you have 24 hours to live, bitch, I'm going out with a motherfucking bag. I'm making my own Coachella. So yeah, hold like, on tight. I'm doing a Burning Man, everything. Like, I, say, I say that or I'm going to be on my couch watching this documentary, eating Taco Bell, crying, and then just dying watching a fucking AA documentary. I remember when my grandmother was, you know, in her final moment, she was like 99. And I was like, Mom, why don't we just hook her up to a morphine drip? Like, come on. Why should she suffer? Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to suffer at that age. I'm going to be hooked up to everything. I yeah. think you think it's cute you're going to make it that far. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> how goddamn dare you? All right. We need to talk about a lot of shit because it's been a terrible, terrible week. It's been a couple bad weeks with our Supreme Court, the ultra-conservative majority, uh, mm. thanks to Donald Trump and the morons who voted for him, um, have basically mm. rolled everything back 50 years at least. And one of the most shocking things, of course, the most shocking decision they came out with was overturning Roe v. Wade, 
guaranteeing uh, women and other people who have babies uh, a right to an abortion. And that alone is horrifying. We should all be horrified by this. We should all be energized to vote in every election. I don't care if it's your local school board. Every fucking election, we need to show up and vote Republicans out of power because they... I don't care if they're a pro-choice Republican. They are part of a party that has taken away a woman's right to choose. And you have to understand that this isn't just about abortion. This is about women's health. Mm. Women have all kinds of problems with pregnancy, some of them involving the baby, the fetus, some of them involving the woman herself. There are terrible things that can happen. I heard this caller to the Howard Stern Show. He was an OBGYN. He had a patient, a woman who was pregnant, he did the, the prenatal testing, and he said to her, I'm terribly sorry to tell you this, but the baby has no head. Mm-hmm. The fetus has no head. You have, to, we have, you have to let us abort it. And she refused. She was like, God will take care of this. God will heal the baby and give the baby a head. God. She carried this baby to term. Of course, the baby was born headless and died immediately. And she – are you laughing, Logan? <laughs> You are sick. I mean, if he's not, you're I am on the chick. inside, and I can't. I'm sorry, like, but if you're going to fucking be like, this imaginary man in the sky <laughs> is going to create my fetus's head, and then you're shocked when a headless fucking horseman falls out of your but they're being pussy. But they're being taught this from, from birth. They're, being, they're, you know, they're indoctrinated into this insane evangelicalism. So she was devastated, and, and he said she never recovered from it. So you're talking about— I can't feel bad for her. There, but, like, I, I, I understand your point. I understand people need to be taught. But, like, <laughs> at a certain point, we all grow up. Like, I was taught to hate black people and stuff. I grew out of that. Like, I learned. I educated myself. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. You were taught to hate other black people. Yes. That's interesting. I, my stepfather was another black person, but also in New York police, police uh. department. Yeah. He also hated women. It was a whole misogynistic thing. Like. I was raged to be a complete misogynist, and I'm not. Like you have to. And now you hate cops. Yeah, I do hate cops. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I get, what, I get that because I grew up in a very small town, like very Christian. Like our haunted houses had like gays burning in them, and like black people being lynched. Like that was their version of a haunted house, and that's what everyone grew up believing there. And like, I made it out and like got my own thoughts. I didn't think yeah, that strong, a head was going to be born. Strong will. <laughs> Strong-willed, intelligent people can overcome their circumstances. Oh, so now you're not, calling her dumb. Not everyone is that. Well, anyway, the point is there are myriad things that can go wrong with a pregnancy, and these decisions have to be made between a woman and her doctor. The state has no role to play. So that in and of itself is a horror. But adding insult to injury, Justice Clarence Thomas, who is a cancer on the United States. He's truly, he's up there with Trump as like one of the worst thing that's ever happened to this country. He issued a separate opinion, Mm. concurring with the majority, overturning Roe, but then also saying, quote, in future cases, we should reconsider all of the court's substantive due process precedents, including Griswold, Lawrence, and Obergefell. Let me tell you what those three rulings are. Griswold was a 1965 Supreme Court ruling that granted married couples the right to access contraceptives. Okay, so now he's coming for your contraception. He's coming for the pill, condoms, diaphragm, what have you. Lawrence versus Texas was the, I think it was 2003 ruling that basically outlawed sodomy laws. Until 2003, there were still in half the states laws on the books that said that like any sex between two people of the same gender was illegal. And there was a man in Texas, two men, arrested in their own home for fucking. That's the case that went to the Supreme Court. And once, that was, uh, once Lawrence was, uh, was ruled on, all of those anti-sodomy laws were overturned. And that paved the way for Windsor and Obergefell, which were the two rulings that granted uh, same-sex couples the right to marry. So Thomas is coming for us, and he wanted us to know that. Oh, and, yeah. and he wanted th- that to be in, in Alito's <clears throat> majority opinion, and Alito refused. So this is Thomas's big fuck you to the community. By the way, Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman. 
That would not be legal in the state of Virginia where he lives were it not for the case of Loving versus Virginia. That was a 1967 ruling by a liberal Supreme Court that ruled that interracial marriage bans were unconstitutional. So this motherfucker wants to roll back our marriages when his own marriage would would also be at stake using the exact same logic. So uh, these are scary times. And I just read an article in the Associated Press, which I posted on the Adam Sank Show page, about how there are gay uh, families all over the country that are like furiously trying to get uh, for instance, uh, double uh, parent adoptions. If, if if you have a lesbian couple and one of them's the biological mother, they're making sure that the other mother is uh, is granted adoption because we don't know. We don't know what the status of our own families no. is going to be under this court. I mean, I'm in the process court. of adoption right now. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, God forbid all of these things, which I hate to say it, I do think if the things are going the way they're going, all of this is going to start crumbling and we're going to have to rebuild again. I expect slavery to be back in three months. Oh, my God. I think that's a little extreme. But I definitely think we are heading backwards. They they overturned Roe v. Wade, which is an important medical issue. What makes you think they won't overturn certain laws that would— Well, slavery—the slaves were freed due to a constitutional amendment. They would have to to actually amend the Constitution, which was— I don't don't think they're above that. up to you. I don't know what you think that. (laughs) I don't think they're above trying to do anything at this point, quite honestly. And— you know, I just it would make certain states able to not grant me adoption. And there, sure. are, there are major states where most adoptions come out of probably because women are growing babies without heads. <laughs> and you will never stop laughing I will, about that. I'd never in my life. This woman in the headless horseman that she gave birth to. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, but like they will, all of these states the are going to be the Logan Hardcore. Do not reflect those of the Adam Sanction. No, no, not at all. And they really don't reflect me. It's just kind of my twisted torment. Yes. It's my adult trauma. Yes. Um, but those are the states like Louisiana, Florida, is where a lot of adoptions happen yeah. out of, and they will. Uh, Florida is going to be like, no fag, you're not having a baby from here. So like, it's going to make adoption for people trying to do it incredibly hard. Like. If anyone sees a baby on the side of the street in a manger, like, don't take it to the firehouse. Contact me, and I'll take it. <laughs> Do your due diligence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really, it's things are not good. Well, one person who's not having Clarence Thomas and his fuckery is Chicago's black lesbian mayor, Lori Lightfoot, who I absolutely love. She spoke at a rally immediately after the Supreme Court's uh, ruling came down, and here's what she had to say. Now we know what happened with the Supreme Thomas. Oh, fuck you, Thomas. I love her. Yep, people you don't fuck with, a black lesbian. That's right. Ever. In other news, um, monkeypox is coming. Girl. This is a really upbeat episode of the Adam Sank Show, but we have to talk wow. about these things. Wow. <laughs> Clinics nationwide will begin offering vaccinations against monkeypox to anyone who may have been exposed. Uh, and if you're a gay promiscuous man, like some of us are, could just say gay man. You, <laughs> you should definitely get it. Um, I actually got my monkeypox vaccine already. I am one of the thousand gay men in New York City who was fortunate enough to get an appointment uh, for the initial. They only sent a thousand doses for the entire gay community in New York City, <laughs> and that like was gone after the first weekend. So now. Department of Health and Human Services will provide 56,000 doses of the Genios, I think it's called that, Genios vaccine, and an additional 240,000 doses in the coming weeks. Now, some people have been getting the older smallpox vaccine, which is called ACAM2000, R2D2C3PO. E6000. But the, that vaccine is associated with some bad side effects, uh, including uh, death. In- <laughs> In people who are immunocompromised and others. So uh, this Junios or Genios is much better. Um, but this is spreading fast, you guys. Did Every you have time any I side look at um, you know, the uh, injection site is still sore after a week and it feels hot. It feels like there's a little hot, like a heater in my arm. Um, but other than that, it's been fine. Uh, I mean, I did grow a tail. Did, well, people are growing tails, people are growing heads. <laughs> 
But yes, uh, the monkeypox, it's not deadly, but it's, oh, there's some monkeys in the studio. They're coming for us. Um, it causes high fevers and fatigue and swollen lymph nodes and these pox that can be scarring. And my face is too beautiful, Logan, to be scarred by monkey pox. As I sit across from you, staring at you, I can agree with that statement. Oh, thank you. I will not be getting it. I'm going to leave it for one of you promiscuous whores who needs to get it. Yeah. Um, when I printed this out on Thursday, there were a total of 78 monkeypox cases in New York. Um, but the numbers are definitely higher than that. I talked to a doctor friend of mine who said that there's really not, no protocol yet for even – uh, reporting probable cases. They have to actually prove that you have monkeypox by doing a blood test. So it's way more than that. Sounds familiar. And we, yeah. And we just had Pride and everybody <clears throat> was whoring it up as we heard from Logan's yeah. sober conference. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we're fucked, you guys. I mean, th- listen, <clears throat> I get it. Gay men are promiscuous, but the way I've seen this portrayed in the non gay media as a gay disease, I think we have um, seen how that goes. So maybe we need to not brand this as the gay disease. Yes and no. I mean, it, first of all, it's going to eventually reach the streets. It has to. Well, because you but, know those down low mm-hmm. men are dealing with the people that were getting raw dogged at the sober conference. That's exactly right. <laughs> but, um, but I do think you have to tell the communities that are most vulnerable. And so I am doing my service as host of the Adam Sank Show. If and when the monkeypox vaccine becomes available in your city, go get it. Unless you're in a monogamous relationship. And how many of you? Todd, Todd, Todd if you're listening to this and I find out that I have monkeypox, one of us is in big trouble. There you go. Um, I have not done this story yet, and uh, and I feel bad about it because I should have, and the media should be doing way more about this. But do you know that there is an American athlete named Brittany Griner who is in jail in Russia and has been for months for allegedly having a, basically a weed pen in her luggage? I'm talking about Brittany Griner, who is um, a six foot nine two-time Olympic gold medalist. She has been locked up in Russia since February 17th on drug smuggling charges. And I, I don't know how I missed this, but she's married to a woman named Sherelle. And Sherelle has been making the rounds on various media trying to advocate for the release of her wife and basically begging the Biden administration to do something to get Brittany released. Now, <clears throat> as you all know, there's this fucking war happening with Ukraine and U.S.-Russia relations are at an all-time low, which is probably why they incarcerated her in the first place, so they could use her as a bargaining chip. Can you imagine being a little chip in a, like, world war that's coming? Terrifying. And they're just like, here, Britain, you had a weed pen, and now we're going to use you as leverage. Most terrifying reason why I don't travel outside. And of course, her exactly. name's Brittany. I know it's so funny that she's a six foot nine WNBA player named Brittany. She's like, "Hi, I'm Brittany, and this is my weed pen." Yeah. Um, she. Wait, what was I just going to say? You just distracted me. She was. People are saying, "Well, why was she in Russia?" She was in Russia to make money. She they they don't play they don't pay WNBA players nearly as much as they play NBA players, and so she was playing with a Russian team for extra money. Um, her wife, Sherelle, says that she has spoken to U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and was grateful, but she wants to see Britney's release a top priority. And the bad news is on June 27th at a preliminary hearing, Britney's detention was extended another six months. Mm. The 31-year-old Griner has not made any public statement since news broke of her arrest on March 5th. According to the State Department, U.S. officials who got to see her on March 23rd found her to be in good condition. She appeared to be in good condition at this hearing on the 27th, but, you know, very unhappy. And uh, what will probably end up happening is there will probably be some sort of prisoner swap because the uh, United States has some Russian prisoners. My God. But it's all very, very scary and fucked up. Welcome to Prison Swap on Paramount+. Plus. I know, and I can't help but think... If she were white and straight, wouldn't we be hearing more about I this? I think if she was a white, straight, blonde woman, that right, woman wouldn't have made it into a jail cell. Right. 
what if she were like a, a tennis player instead of a WNBA player? Like some, you know, some, like Anna Kournikova or some, oh, wow. whatever Good the modern you Korn- knowing whatever that. the modern equivalent of Anna Kournikova is. It, the whole thing for me is like back in my day, like I traveled with drugs. Am I proud of it? No, but like if I was going to Russia. You know, but I was going to Vegas and Logan, Mexico. Who it doesn't may have not cocaine? have even been hers. It could have very well been planted, or it could have been a tobacco vape pen that they just said had hashish oil in it. Oh, the, like they don't test it; they just look at Who it. Who knows what they do? It's fucking Russia. Well, Putin lies about it. Putin says the Nazis are running Ukraine, and they have a Jewish president. He he lies about fucking everything. I guess I should have watched the news before. Watch the news. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go on with the news, uh, by the way, I mentioned to you that Steve Cesaro is off this entire month. As we speak, he's currently frolicking around the woods campground in the beautiful Poconos... Wait! In the beautiful Poconos Mountains of Pennsylvania. So joining us now is Steve Cesaro for the first in a series we're calling Steve is Into the Woods. Oh my God. And joining us now from the Poconos is everyone's favorite chubby chorizo... Steve Cesaro. Hello, everybody. It's so funny. I, it's, I always wanted my own bumper, and now that I have one, I may just not come back. You don't like the bumper? <laughs> huh? Oh, JB, is there anything we can do about this echo? Um, I'm thinking. Not sure. Because I think it has something to do with it. Steve, are you, how are you listening to this? I'm listening to it through the uh, my computer. Do you have headphones on? No, but should I... Do you want me to reconnect? I can reconnect through my phone with headphones. I don't know what to do. It's really annoying. Steve, please. We send out butthole photos. Oh, my God. All right, Steve, call us. Yeah, call us back. Call the studio line. Okay, bye. Bye. 804 Talk Ass. Live programming. Oh, dear. Well, we tried something new. We're two years into this, and people still don't know how to fucking not have an echo. I didn't know she didn't have headphones. Yeah. You know. It's no one's fault. All right, let's go on, then. Do they Uh, have headphones in the woods? Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Can you wait for Into the Woods to be back on Broadway with this star-studded cast? I hate that show. Okay, wow, well, you know what? <laughs> it's my least favorite song. show. This has been show. great. It's annoying as fuck. Wow. Every song is like... You're not wrong, but the cast it. is pretty phenomenal. Um, okay, and oh, looks like uh, Steve's calling. That's him, JB. Yeah. <laughs> JB's staring at the red light flashing. I don't no, know, I was like Cindy Brady. Like my, the phone thing's in the corner where the red light is. That was aggressive, that light. Steve, are you back? I am back. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. you sound good. So, Steve, oh, uh, awesome. first and foremost, uh, explain to us uh, where you are right now, what your setup is at the moment. So, I am at the Woods Campground in Lehigh, in Pennsylvania. I am at an extended site, uh, extended site place where our trailer is parked here for the month um so we came i arrived on thursday uh, we came um and then august 1st they pull our trailer back into storage and i come back to uh new york and what does this trailer look look like inside so the trailer inside it's actually a little bougie um we have a living room area with a 55 inch tv a sound bar there's a kitchen area that does actually have a full fridge, microwave, overhead, vent system, stove, oven, and an island with a sink in it. So Ooh. Oh, my God. Now, is it air, I know is it air conditioned? It is currently air conditioned. I may have broken the thermostat, so we are at uh, 19 degrees centigrade. So whatever that is, if we have any European listeners. That's comfy. Um, that that's is like, that's like 69. Very comfy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I love that. And now, and is there is there a working toilet and shower? Those that would be the most important thing to me. There is a working toilet and shower. Although we sort of decided that no one will be douching in the bathroom or pooping um, in the toilet because uh, you know that means that I have to clean out the tank if it decides to get clogged up. So where do you go for that? Do that. The neighbors. There's actually. So the bathrooms here are all named after uh, Golden Girls characters. So there's Sophia, Blanche, Dorothy Rose. Mm. And the newest addition to the bathroom is called Stanley. So you can go take a shit in Stanley, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm sure Dorothy would really love. Um, But I guess the the best part of the camper is we have a king-size bed in uh, the master bedroom. And we have hookup for washer and dryer if we chose. This is... (laughs) 
Now, that is the sound of me last night on my hands and knees giving everyone gonorrhea. Is that true? Steve, <laughs> Steve have you already been fucked? Um, yeah, I, went, I took a little walk in the woods yesterday with my friend Shannon. Um, Shannon? I have walked around the woods. Shannon Doherty is with you in the woods? <laughs> is that his last name? No, who is Shannon Doherty? She Shannon was on Bedore. 90210. Is it Shannon Bedore? Oh, no, well, yes, it is Shannon, Shannon Doherty. Um, but we, were, we went into this little alcove, and there was this cute little cubby bear, 30s, cute eyes, cute face. He was jerking off, and um, he was like, no, I'm not going to fuck you. And then he bet me over and fuck me. So, you know, it was fun. What is Shannon <laughs> doing while you're getting raw-dogged in a cave? He, while well, I was getting raw-dogged in the cave, he was in a chair jerking off watching this all happen. And then he came over, and he came all over my face and chest. Wow. Oh, my God. Happy monkeypox. Steve, happy pride. <laughs> happy pride, everyone. How many men, pride. How many men are at, in the woods at one time? Anywhere between two to 3,000 people. But the ones that you actually see is probably about, I don't know, 400-ish. Um, some people don't leave their campsites, and you never see them. It's only the people that you see at the club at night. Oh, there's a club. Uh, there's a little club. There's a little club. There's a club, there's a cafe, there's several DJs. There's very New Jersey pop hit remix music from like 2011 and 12 sort of. That is my jam, honey. That is right up my alley. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I will be joining Steve. People of a certain age love it here. I'll be be joining Steve in the woods uh, in September. We just uh, figured this out. So I will be able to confirm everything he's talking about. Now, Steve, your meals are, uh, is there like a central cafeteria where everybody eats or do you eat on your own? There is both. So there's a central cafeteria slash restaurant where they have very sort of simple food. It's all fried or whatever. You can get pizzas, you can get chicken fingers, you can get burgers, fries, that kind of stuff. Um, But because we have this kitchen, what we've sort of created is this little community. So we take turns making dinners, breakfast, lunch, whatever. Cute. So tonight I am making uh, Mexican chicken picadillo, which <gasps> will go in people's tacos. And then you go get raw dogs exactly. after you have your Mexican food in the cave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, I feel like you already know me, and we've never actually met. So it's so nice meeting you. And Steve, it's, it's pleasure it's meeting great. you. Uh, Steve, I'll be bringing my own vegan food uh, when I come visit you. Thank you. Um, last as question. As long as you make your soy curl fajitas, we're good. I will. I make delicious fajitas. Oh, right. Those are his be- I love those. Like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a vegan or anything, but I would eat those seven days a week. Wow. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, so Adam much. makes them really good. Uh, last question, Steve. How would you describe sort of the typical attendee? Uh, physically speaking, are we talking mostly bears, mostly older, younger, hairy, smooth? What are we looking at? So there's two and a half good answers to that. Oh, good. The first answer is the people that own firm sites, those are the people that are permanently stationed here throughout the summer, not the setup that I have. Um, they are like bears, older. Steve, no, we're, lo- you're breaking we're, le- we're, you're, we're losing you, Steve. Are you moving? He went in the oh. cave. Nope. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's typical Pennsylvania type bears that own the perm sites. And those are the people that are here from April to November 1st. Then there's the people that come here every weekend that just come to camp or tent and rent a spot. Those are a good mix of New York, Pennsylvania, DC, and Maryland, and some Delaware. Wow. So it's, Kind of like your cute, average, daddy, white boy sort of thing. Um, And then the half answer to that is every weekend has a theme. So this week is 4th of July, so you get a mix of the party boys and the the bears that like to party and that kind of thing. They do have BIPOC weekend, which is very colorful, and you have a great time because they change up the music. When is BIPOC weekend? Sort of things. That was last weekend. No, two weekends ago. (laughs) Wow, thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) <laughs> what if I wanted to go? All right. Well, Steve, thank you. Uh, you should come whenever you want. Thank you for checking in with us. We will check back with you in yep. a couple of weeks. JB, why don't we uh, say goodbye to Steve with that music again? Oh, uh, uh, is it already uh, gone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Logan, sing the song oh, for us. Into the cave and out of the cave and come on my face. There you go. Steve, we love you. <laughs> Stay safe. Watch out for monkeypox. Love you. When are we doing a trip? Bye. I'm going in September, hon. I, we need to go for my birthday. <laughs> it sounds like I might hate it. 
It's I'm not, a, you're I'm either going to love it or hate wait, it. Wait, but do, no, don't you do that naturist? I perform for them, but yeah. I, they keep me in the infirmary. I don't stay in like a tent or a infirmary. Oh. Did you see Brittany? <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Griner? Yes. Uh, Did no. you bring her pot? <laughs> don't joke about her. Uh, okay. <laughs> so moving on to this story that I was starting to do. Uh, they had some scary shit go down at a gay bar in Wilton Manors oh, last week. Um you know, they have like an outdoor area like everything in Florida does. And people were just having cocktails. And this drunk asshole in a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt showed up. Mm. You know, that's the code word for fuck Biden. Mm-hmm. And he started arguing with another man. And at one point, it became clear that he was holding a gun <laughs> behind his back. Take a listen to this. And what are you going to do about it? Nothing you can do about it. Because this is not so now. You take my phone? You take my phone? I don't want your fucking phone! Okay, then. You shut the fuck up. Fat fucking motherfucker. What the fuck you gonna do? What the fuck you gonna do? What the fuck you gonna do? Just swing on you. He's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get put on the ground. I promise you. He got a fucking gun. I love that guy. <laughs> it's he, the guy at the end. He got me. a fucking gun. He's got a fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Kenneth. The guy with the gun is Kenneth Justison. Uh, witnesses say he was clearly drunk no. and had been harassing and threatening bar patrons before pulling the weapon out. Police arrested Justison and charged him with the use of a firearm under the influence of alcohol. The gun never went off, thank God. Um... His last name is Justice? Justison. J-U-S-T-E-S-E-N. Tensions uh, were high over Pride weekend, given the recent spate of mass shootings and far-right groups targeting LGBTQ events. One witness told the South Florida Sun Sentinel, who knows what he would have done? I don't know what his intent was. You know, he was claiming that his phone was gone, and he was basically like, who who took my phone? And can I just say, the guy who starts fucking with him, who's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That would not be me. I've lived in New York City for 25 years. If there is a hint of violence about to You're go down, out. I scurry in the other direction. Well, we were just... Oh, we were, I guess we're two different New Yorkers, because if it was me being pressed, I'm like, uh, sis, you want to do this or what? Like, I may or may not have your phone, but we can find out. Oh, my God, not me. And it's just... Because you don't know if he has a gun. At this point, I'm living life recklessly, as she started with me after defend my honor. So now, I'm, I, I don't care. I, I personally don't care about other people's I lives. I stay as far away from conflict as I can. Well, we were just in Wilton Manors for my friend's birthday, and I like we were outside gym. There's four tables, and who got called a fat fuck? It was he, the guy, the drunk guy was calling him a fat fuck. First of all, yes, no one correct. that's at gym bar as a gay man is a fat fuck. So, like, let's calm down. Uh, no, actually, she did come on screen. She, she is a little chunkier oh. than me. Yeah, well, yeah. it is Florida. It's not the New York gym. Yeah. And also, actually, what was Wil- this? Wilton ga- Manors has a lot of bears. What was this man? How did your phone end up in gym bar well, exactly. if you're a let's go Brandon? Exactly. He just wanted to start shit with people. And But the, the thing about the video is I've watched the video a few times. You, the gun's not there, and then suddenly it is. Like yeah. it's not clear okay. where he pulled it out of. So I was really watching Magic. him. I was like, "Where? Like, if it's in his back, it's definitely in his back because he's wearing a long shirt, so you can't tell." And droopy shorts. Yeah, really. Like this is guys. This is straight '90s hood hood ratchet yes. wardrobe where they hide their thing. Like, and then he was wearing um, the socks with the slippers, the open open sandals. Ugh, oh, see, anyway. that's the first problem. If someone has <laughs> socks and open sandals, they have a gun. That's why they should have arrested him. So anyway, he while he was talking to the guy, he moved his right hand very, very slowly Mm-mm. and pulled up his shirt. And then because you saw, I saw his underwear. I'm like, why am I seeing his underwear? And then slid it out. And it wasn't a big gun. It's a, it's a small. Listen. You don't need a big gun. Yeah, I know, but my point is, like, because you would notice if someone's pulling out a big gun. He was pulling out a big gun. (laughs) Yes, but I don't, I don't pull it out like that. I heard you do. (laughs) Not at gym bar. Sorry, I was the guy at the end. But she moved like a smooth crowbar. She's got a gun. She's got a gun. Gia Gun was there. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of right wing thugs harassing gay people. Hi, Dad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. A group of Proud Boys d- 
disrupted a Pride Library Month in South Bend, Indiana. God, Who the fuck bothers libraries? Like, first of all, libraries are, they're, they're not, there's not much standing around. Like, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, God, it's the monkey pox. <laughs> okay. A group calling itself the Michiana Proud Boys. A what lo- a name. A local branch of the white nationalist hate group filmed themselves entering a branch at the um, St. Joseph County Public Library. They entered a side room to the main library and started to ask librarians, what gives you the right to talk about sexuality to kids? Oh, my God. The small number of kids who are in the room are seen leaving on the video while far-right protesters continue to engage with the librarians. What gives you the right to give them questions of sexuality at a young age, asks a man who appears to be the group's ringleader this is perversion and it can't be taught to children one of the librarians points out that the children who are present uh are there with the permission of their parents um another man in the group says you're grooming these children's minds the librarian remains remarkably calm as the men are asked to leave they refuse eventually the police arrive the standoff lasted for 45 minutes this no. was just all this was was reading books to the kids it wasn't like there was even a drag queen there and, and honestly how did this last for 45 minutes in a library it probably got pretty loud that's what i mean it's Shh. a public library there's not much left Shh. like it's a library be quiet they're like natural history museums this program was <laughs> called the rainbow storytime program it was presented in partnership with something called the Treehouse Gender Resource Center, which sounds like it's run by smelly hippies. <laughs> They're in the woods with Steve. <laughs> um, but this is scary shit. A f- couple weeks ago, the Proud Boys attempted to disrupt a similar event taking place at a library in San Francisco. I mean, this is this is Nazi shit. Well, this this just is like happened on Long Island. Yeah. Over like a week ago, I saw all my like Cherry Grove lesbians posting that the Smithtown Library was like having they were pulling all their pride stuff. They weren't able to put any rainbow flags up, and like it. This is I really fear, and I hate to say it, but like we're going backwards, and we're gonna have to fight the way the people fought yeah, for this us is, to have this. This is Germany in the 1930s. Yeah, it's, before the Nazis took power, there were you know groups all over Germany that were were disrupting Jewish yeah. businesses, Jewish events, harassing Jewish people. It's the exact same thing. It's, it's but horrifying. Now it's, but now it's gay people and people of color and trans people. Uh, recently, the Proud Boys attempted to disrupt another Pride event at a library in McKinney, Texas. I didn't know all these libraries were having Pride Month. And who, if you're so proud, why are you interrupting a library? Like, go to, a, go to a riot. Go pick on someone that's not six learning about Stonewall. Like, enough. Who is it reading or and or watching porn on the computers? Like, come on, sis. And you know half of these proud boys. I this whole like first of all, some of them are hot, but Oh my god. <laughs> like I haven't yet to see a hot one except for the leader, the that, that do, guy Terrio. He's fucking hot. But he's he's Afro Cuban. What is it, he even doing it, as head of the Pride Boys? It's people proud that boys. just need to be involved with something and you know, I think they know that the attention's going to get drawn to this at this point. So, like, part of me is like, do you really believe in this? Or are you just excited that you're going to get attention from this? No, he believes in it. Ugh. They believe it, unfortunately. Well, meanwhile, <clears throat> this stupid bitch, Allison Steinberg, who is a contributor to the One America News Network. This is one of these channels that makes Fox News look like Mother Jones. Um, oh. She showed up at a beach where she lives in Huntington Beach, California, and she noticed there was a big pride flag flying alongside the American flag. So she videotaped herself saying this. To San Diego, and guess what I came home to be greeted with? This fucking bullshit. What the hell is that? Huntington Beach is the town of good old-fashioned, hard-working American people. The people that worked all through the COVID lockouts. Yes, that's right. Huntington Beach never shut down through any of the COVID nonsense fuckery. And now we're peddling this garbage? What the hell is this? The only flag that should be up there is that American flag. It's a disgrace to our city and it should be taken down immediately. Whoever the hell is running this town needs to be fired. Make America great again. Make Huntington Beach great. Just San Diego. So it's more of the same shit. And this stupid bitch, I mean, first of all, Shut up, cunt. She's wearing, in this video, she's wearing a bikini with her titties hanging out as she's ranting about, you know, 
pride. Decent, and... hardworking. And I love how gay, queer people are not decent, hardworking no. Americans. Well, We're somehow, she like... obviously didn't have a stylist that was gay, so. No. But this is what's happening. Now, she posted this initially to her Instagram account and then removed it, I guess, because she started getting so much shit. Because but she's can, a pussy. Can you imagine this woman is a news contributor? Like, she's like an on-air pundit at OAN. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, all right, we have five minutes left. Should we do these last few stories or should we do Ask Me No Questions with me and Logan? Ask Me No Questions. All right, hit it, JB. Ask me no questions. Me no questions. I'll answer yes. these two. Describe your most disgusting sexual experience. Anything at the Grove Hotel. No, be, be specific. Something really horrible that happened once when you were having sex. Um, I was having sex in the Grove Hotel once, and I pulled out of the guy, and he hadn't douched, and he wiped himself and then wiped it across the wall that I then had to clean because I worked in housekeeping. You had to clean up your own bottom's poop. Yeah. And that's pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the men's room at Barracuda, Oof. and I put a dick in my mouth that belonged to someone I did not know was homeless. Nice. Oh, and I it did tasted that. like blue cheese. Oh, I took a homeless man home. Um, how was that? I mean, I didn't know he was homeless, so it went well. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with being homeless. It's just this was a very, very unclean but, dick. And I thought he gave me his coat, but then he wanted it back. <laughs> All right. What fantasy turns you on the most, Logan? Listen, it, it is my fantasy, and it's like big, muscular, leather guys. Like, that's for me. Like, and then in reality, I'm married to, like, the clean cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, your fantasy is very often different from your reality. Yeah, so it's like the polar opposite. Mine is like any kind of daddy-boy role play. Nice. I'm into it. What word do you most want guys to use in reference to their whole or to yours? Oh, my God. In other words... Butthole, asshole, hole. I mean, hole. Pussy, bussy, no. mussy. Stop it. Hole. If you if I hear the word bussy ever, I'm punching you in the throat, stealing your purse, and walking out. I agree. <laughs> I think I think fuck my ass or fuck my hole. Yeah, is fine. asshole. Like, come on. I don't want to hear anything feminine. I don't want to hear pussy or cunt. You don't or... want to be like, daddy, fuck my pussy. Yeah, I really don't want that <laughs> at all. So we agree on that. Um, what's the worst thing someone's ever said to you in bed? Do you have crabs? I think that's a legit question. No, I think they thought that it was like happening currently on them. But again, at the Grove Hotel. <laughs> at the Grove Hotel. Mine was, um, I, I was with this very bland guy that I was dating, and I told him I wanted him to talk dirty in bed. And so as I was blowing him, he said, yes, yeah, suck my dick, Mary. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, that's. You were like, yeah, I'm a, I said dirty, home. not campy. It's, I don't want that. Um, are you at all turned on by pup play? Am I personally? Yeah. No. It, it's, I don't understand it. I, that This is a huge conversation, and I don't want to kink shame anyone, but no, I do not Have you noticed it. that this is exploding in New York? Yes. I'm seeing more and more guys out and about with these dog masks over their heads. Well, at least they won't get COVID. It is true. <laughs> or monkeypox. Um, again, I'm not kink shaming. I don't want to yuck your yum, but I don't get what's appealing about it and personally i can't have a mask over my head i would be so hot and uncomfortable yes and I they sleep with that on they sleep in dog beds sometimes i, I will tell they you chew on bones a drag queen we know from fire island is into this name and, it and i walked into her hotel room and she was walking a guy around on a leash who is it ariel sinclair ah <laughs> of course it was <laughs> And finally, after sex, are you pro or anti-cuddling? Don't touch me. I have to wipe the cum off and I'm out. With me, it's situational. If I'm really into the guy, I want to cuddle with them for about 10 minutes. And then get off. Get off because it yeah. gets too hot. Um, all right. Uh, I think that is all the time we have. Uh, we didn't get to all our stories, but we did a lot of them. And Logan, you're going to be back with us next week. How to do another brand new episode. In the meantime, plug yourself. How can the people follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Logan X Hardcore. I have my podcast, The Hardcore Sobriety. And you can find me at Playhouse on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Playhouse. Mm. JB, how can people follow you online? You can follow me at Stuck Anarchy 12 only on Instagram. 
Uh, well, both thank you both so much for being here. And we are back next week with comedian Julia Scotty. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merchandise at adamsank.com. Follow me, me on Twitter and Instagram at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Have a great week, bitches. I guess we have 30 seconds left, right, JB? Um, technically 45, but it's fine. All right. <laughs> well, let, listen, let's keep going. I'm going to tease what's happening next week. In addition to Julia Scotty, Logan, you and I will be going over a list of historical facts that are completely false. Love it. And also, Dave Chappelle is back bashing trans women. Well. <laughs> and Ted Cruz got into a fight with Elmo. You know. Elmo. Uh oh. Elmo's horny. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Elmo wants to party and play. Yeah, daddy. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.